Hi, thanks for listening for another episode of Chronic Conversations. This is your host, Jerry Leonard, a.k.a. Jerry Anderson. This is my beautiful wife and co-host, Jen. Say hello. What's up? And today we have with us is a little bit of everything. He's a creative. Um, he does music. Uh, I've seen him do poetry. Uh, I've seen see what else. He's a pro wrestler, podcaster, uh, anything else? Am uh, I leaving anything out? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff, uh, but... I don't know. I just kind of try to do a little bit of everything, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I do that too. This is Chris Crunk. Thanks for joining us, man. Yo, what's up? Yeah, uh, today I had you on here. Uh, like I told you a little bit before, I wanted to have a little bit of diversity as far as perspectives and yeah. opinions. So I wanted somebody to come with the uh, uh, perspective of, of straight edge. Yeah. Uh, so, so the first thing we're going to do is for people who... I feel like most people have heard of it, but if they haven't, kind of define straight edge for them. Uh, straight edge, uh, now there's a lot of definitions of it. I'll tell you okay. my definition of it for okay. sure, like the one I believe in. Uh, it means that you've never done drugs, you've never smoked, and you've never drank. So, like, uh, that goes for, like, cigarettes, vapes, like, anything like that. Like, right. just never anything. done Anything. Okay. I believe sober mm-hmm. is, like, you quit doing it. Straight edge is you've never done it. Okay. And so I do. That makes sense. I think there's like a, a line there, but some people don't believe that. They believe if they just like stop doing it, that they're straight as now. Which like I mean like whatever. Like right. That doesn't. That part doesn't offend me. It's just like right. in my mind, I'm like ah, you're not straight as you're so. The truest definition of yeah. it is so still. Yeah. I've always looked at it that way, but yeah, like that's my definition of straight edge. Well, that's that's you know uh, that that's similar to what I had understood, but I just learned something new about you know you made the distinction between yeah um, straight edge and sober, and that, it makes perfect sense because right. yeah if you've done something and you stopped you're sober yeah so um uh, when and what led to you making that decision in your life um I just like I grew up around everything so I grew up in like right. uh, like meth labs and like trap houses type thing uh, and like my parents like were kind of real bad about doing uh, just about any... Like, I, as a kid, I saw just about everything. Right. Uh, like, right off the bat. And I just, like... I never wanted to do that stuff. Because there was a lot of times I would, like, speak to, like, my father. And he wouldn't even, like, know who I was. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, he couldn't even, like, comprehend who I was. Or he would, like, go on, like, these crazy, like, rampages. Like, completely, like, unaware who he is. Or, yeah, like, what's like going on. Like a zombie on. or something. Yeah. And, like, it, I was just like, man, I never want to be like that. Like, I don't, yeah. I always want to be in full control of who I am at all right. times. And so, like, that became, like, I knew that I was going to be, like, I was going to never do that stuff. I learned what straight edge was from, like, punk rock music, obviously, like, later mm-hmm. down the road. And I was like, oh, that's me. That's what I do. Right, already. right. Like, I'm already doing that. And so, like, then I adapted it. Uh, but, I don't know. Like, I pretty much, like, right, as long as I can remember, like, to be able to comprehend thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never going to do that stuff. I have no place for it in my life. So, Well, you know, I always find it fascinating, too, because it's, it's usually one of two things if you have parents like that. Either you head into it head yeah. first or you head away from it. So Yeah. I've noticed that, too. And, like, uh, I was definitely, like, offered it, like, especially, like, in my teenage years, like, a I'm million sure. times to, like, try anything. And, like, I don't know. I just always turned it down. It's just nothing I ever wanted to do. So. And, and it's a good thing you're in this time in wrestling, too, because when I started, it was... It was really bad, yeah. You know, in, in the it's, back. Uh, now I want to be honest; it's it's kind of bad right now. Like, is it is, is it bad? Has it come back again? That's yeah. sad. Like, 
I was hoping that, you know, Straight Edge with the CM Punk and Josh, I, I, I felt <laughs> like, I thought, you know, Jade and stuff like that, I was I was thinking and hoping that maybe that was the popular thing. No. At, uh, no. It's the opposite. Everybody's and you're talking about young people, right? Yeah, like young kids, like kids like uh, that aren't even legally able to do like certain things. like, And they're all like, usually drunk or baked out of their mind at shows and like i hate it like yeah. i really do right uh it's a it's a losing battle so there's really no point in, like doing anything about it or trying to attempt to do anything about it no you like, grew up with it you know that they're not going to change unless they yeah, want to and i'll just end up i'm already in enough trouble wrestling all the time <laughs> and so like the whatsoever do you speak of sir <laughs> least i need to do is like speak my opinion on something else so i try to like just i'm like no chris don't right say anything well well sometimes even though that opinion may piss some people off maybe it needs to maybe there's something in in them that it's triggering that that they need to discover about themselves and and wonder why that's pissing them off because that's what i do if something triggers me or pisses me off first thing i do is like hmm yeah well like four or five years ago or like maybe even less like uh i was like a whole different person like Mm -hmm. i was angry straight edge where like if you did anything like i would like judge you hardcore i would like well that makes sense i would come at, i would come at you like hardcore like right. if i was wrestling anybody that was like a tad under the influence i'd probably like try to come up a little bit like yeah that's so, not a bad idea anyway i mean you're putting your body on the line people do, that's yeah. not the time you know so after I, the I show would, like, i used to be like kind of an asshole now i'm like i'm mm-hmm. honestly like real laid back i've had like my eyes open to a bunch of like new stuff of like just uh relaxing i mm-hmm. guess i've really worked on like my anger and like being calm and like not worrying about so much what other people are doing and more worrying right. about what i'm doing and so like it's a lot different now but like older a lot more peace like, yeah. yeah like back in the day i would have came at people for yeah. sure yeah for. yeah i get that because you're young you know you're, you're full of piss and vinegar and you, you want to make a difference in yeah, the world so sure. you think that's the way to do it right um then you figure out that you know you're just kind of yelling at yourself during that process and that, that sometimes that laid-back person somebody's going to look at you now and just use you as an example because yeah. you know yeah, I don't know. I was just like, I, growing up, I was like, I just got to get like famous enough to be able to convince kids that they don't have to do this stuff, and that was like my life goal. Yeah, was to like be this guy that was like so famous because like you know like when you'd be in like high school, like these motivational speakers would come and they would like try to tell you to not do like drugs or like some dare officer or some sh- like that. Right. And like no one ever cared because it was like somebody that didn't matter, right? And right. I was like, I want to be like the opposite. Like I want to be like somebody that if I walk in somewhere, like people are like, oh, I need to listen to what this guy's gonna say, and then try to like just influence kids to like just teach them that they don't have to do that stuff. Well, you know, it's sad because they say you have to learn history or it repeats itself, and 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 people should look at these older generations of wrestlers from WWE and WCW and such, and and see where drugs led them yeah. you know the jake the snakes the 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 things like that and that's everybody i know what they're thinking i can't become addicted yeah you know and, sure. and that's those I'm, I'm sure that's famous last words yep so it, it's 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 definitely scary the future even if you are functional at this time it may slip into something else yeah my, my brother's smoking cigarettes i never smoked a cigarette um yeah. i was the same way i saw my parents try to quit a whole bunch of times and that's what clicks something my brain. I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of like controlling." Like they can't quit. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to try that. But then my brother, uh, he was the opposite. And when he started smoking cigarettes, it was just want to have a drink. Yeah. Well, then just want to have a drink came, you know, and, and now he's smoking a pack of half a day. And yeah. You know, my dad just had a, a stroke, and I'm sure it was caused by uh, smoking. He probably went home and smoked one. It's just, yeah. it's fascinating 
what drugs or, or things like that can do to influence you in your mind. That, yeah, that, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that is, that's terrifying. Um, have you ever, have you ever thought of straying? Have you been tempted to stray? Has there been ever a time where he's like, um, fuck this, it's just too well, hard? Like, or? The thing is like, I've never thought about it without being like just super depressed. And so like right. sometimes I'll sit around, I'll be like, man, I really am like fucking weird. Like, cause you don't meet many straight edge kids. No. Uh, there's like a handful out there and I have met them and they are cool. Uh, but a lot of them honestly are like not at like, so my definition of straight edge, like they mm-hmm. tried stuff and they just decided that it wasn't it for, for them, them and then they stopped doing it. And so like, that means that like their attitude towards it was different than mine, that they mm-hmm. were like, they were open to trying it and then they still were against it. See, like I'm the opposite. Like I've never been open to trying it. So sometimes mm-hmm. like, when I get, like, real low, I, like, uh, my depression can get, like, really weird sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I'll be, like, uh, at, like, a low point where I'm, like, dude, maybe I knew, need to just do this stuff just to be normal. So that way people, like, will, like, accept me for, like, who I am. Because, like, right. uh, I get a lot of, like, But really, with... you're, you're, like, the most normal amongst. You, you just don't yeah, realize it because everybody yeah. else is different. See, I, I see it that way, too. But then, I drive like, to want to fit in yeah. more than it's, you know. And then, like, especially being in wrestling, how, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, predominant this stuff is nowadays like everybody gets high everybody gets drunk at shows and like I don't do that Yeah. and so I have a lot of trouble bonding with the right people like the people that would get me further in wrestling because and, and wrestling's yeah. very like uh, right place right time meet the right person right person that's how it right. works like you can yes. be the best wrestler in the world doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter you gotta be in the right place right time or meet the right person and like I struggle with that because I put myself out of those situations already right. just by my boundaries and like my beliefs right and so uh, that's always been kind of weird I'm like man if I would just like do this like thing that everybody else did mm-hmm. I'd probably like make it further in wrestling like I'm, I might have got like opportunities that, and that that might be true but then on the other hand once yeah. you make it without that then oh yeah for sure you know now you have that platform right. that you spoke of right that's the that's the what always prevails like when those like demons get inside my head and start talking like that Good. I'm like I'm like well at the end of the day like I just want to be able to look in the mirror and know that I respect myself mm-hmm. like that's why I don't do like the kissing ass thing at wrestling shows and stuff right. like that like I don't message the promoter a million times and ask him no. how his day is doing and, like, <laughs> tell him, oh, man, everything you do on your show is so good. Your show is so good. I don't do uh, that stuff. I yeah. don't give a shit. I didn't get into wrestling to make friends. Right. I got into wrestling to be a wrestler. Right. And so uh, I just want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, yeah, you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. And so, like, until I stop doing that, like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, that's, if nothing else, you know, you chose a hard path and you decide to stick with it. That's, that's a hard thing within itself because... Right. Even when you choose that path, sticking with it is a different thing. It's like um, I, I relate it to weight loss. I have a problem with binge eating sometimes. Yeah. And I, I go through these cycles of where I'm all or nothing. Like sometimes I'm just, you know, so strict to the, the, the calorie yeah. till I'm driving her crazy. And then sometimes I'm trying to fill that hole with, with food. Uh, it was probably probably my drug of choice. And then, yeah, um, I get that. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just weird, you know, because I've seen, you know, like I said, my dad going through that and I know that it's unhealthy and intellectually it bothers me on a level because they always say you know where self-control starts is with eating yeah. and I'm like damn so then I use that sometimes it turns into that negative self-talk right. and that's something else I want to talk to how do you deal with your negative self-talk Ooh, uh, so because um, I feel lot, like it may be a new thing yeah um, this is like something I've kind of like recently adapted uh, I'm, I'm definitely like a super negative person like I'm, I'm super mm-hmm. pessimistic it is kind of a it's probably my biggest flaw and it like causes a lot of problems with like anything like 
friendships, relationships, like all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. uh, any like ex girlfriend I have, you can ask. They're like they're like he's just a negative piece of shit all the time. Uh, so like, but it's sort of one of those situations that this is Chris Crump. You yeah. should love me as Chris Crump. Like, yeah, well, not what I could be or what you wish the, I was. Right? I, honestly, the only thing I'm ever negative on is myself. Uh, of course, uh, which like, is the worst thing to be. <clears throat> right, I'm like super positive about like pretty much anything else. Like mm-hmm. anyone I meet, I'm like super uh, supportive of them and mm-hmm. like anything they do. And like the only person I ever like turn on is like me. I'm like, okay, you're the bad guy in the situation. So like, yeah, uh, I catch a lot of heat from it. Uh, I don't know. You give like, yourself a lot of heat for it. Yeah. Yeah. I give myself a lot of heat. I catch a lot of heat from it. And I don't know. Like, I've been working on that, like, trying to be more positive and, like, uh, just kind of, like, manifest this energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I dated, like, this super hippie girl for, like, the past, like, six months. We're, we're broken up now, but, like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, kind of, like, eye-opening to, like, see how, like, she handled things. Like, she never... The girl with the beautiful curls? Yeah. God, she was beautiful. Thanks. Thanks for, remind, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, thanks for Sorry, I just had to, way to go, Chris. So. Well, only, only the most brutal breakup of my life. <laughs> yeah, so, so, that's uh, all. There'll be more. Uh, no, there'll be more. Thanks. I, 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 I feel Not so much better up. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't really care. Uh, but, uh, so, I don't know, just seeing, and like, what was really cool is like, she's a recovering drug addict. Mm-hmm. I've never dated anyone that's like oh, a wow. drug, that was a drug addict before or is like right uh, i've always had like so super strict dating rules that like you can't do anything right, right. Like, if you do anything i won't date you right and so like i've been trying to like break myself away from that more uh to to like the the right standard of like if they do like casual things like yeah ca- if they do things casually that's fine because mm-hmm. they're a grown-up and they can do whatever they want like, right right it's, like, it's, path. it's not my job to like be someone's fucking father at the same time. Right, you know what right. I mean? While I date them. So, like, I've been, like, doing that myself. And so, uh-huh. dating someone that was, like, a recovering drug addict and, like, sitting in, like, these Narcotics Anonymous meetings that she would go to or, or yeah. do over Zoom was, like, fascinating. Like, hearing these people talk about, like, the stuff that they did. And I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. I would never even consider no. any of this. No. More or less, like, people like this, I used to, like, judge. I used to hate people like this. But, like, just listening to them talk, you're like... These are just people. They're just regular people that get caught up. They're just people. Mm-hmm. Like, is it how people like were raised and like where they go and what they do and who they meet all determines what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's not my place to like judge them anymore. So that was like really eye opening. That helped. How she handled things really helped. Like that was really cool. So like I've just been kind of like um, using that same um, mantra to kinda like philosophy to get myself to like where. I don't know. I just like I don't really ever get mad anymore. I used right. to have like huge anger issues like when I was younger I've I've really worked on that and like nowadays like I don't know like uh, you'll see me like posting negative stuff on like Facebook or something but it's honestly a lot of it's just in character nowadays yeah Uh, yeah. because like Chris Crunk is like known as like this sad boy wrestling character and like it honestly is my gimmick yeah well, it's a I, part of you, so it's 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 real to who yeah. you are, and those are always the best yeah. gimmicks. I was learned wrestling, or taught that wrestling should be like you mm-hmm. turned up to like eleven, right? Yes, and so absolutely. Like, and if there's anything that like has never really existed in wrestling, it's like a someone that's like um, that deals with like suicidal depression. Like, there's never been like a character like that in wrestling, and that's like right. literally kind of what I deal with. So I just thought like, and so many wrestlers behind the scenes are truly dealing with that kind of that. thing, so they can people and can so relate. many people do. Also, I get so many messages. Like a lot of people don't understand. I get a lot of messages from like fans that like will just be like, "Dude, I totally relate to what you're going through." Like, yeah. and like, and I, it makes me feel really good, but it also makes me feel good that like they can see that like someone that they pay for a ticket to go watch is mm-hmm. also going through the same shit. 
Um, and I think that's real important. I think like, uh, cause I don't really believe in doing a wrestling character. I just kind of like be myself mm -hmm. and talk like how I would talk and walk how I'd walk and like do everything how I would do it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just think it's like a really eye-opening experience for like someone to like, cause I know like, like CM Punk's like a huge, easy like example. Of that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause like I'm in like 2005 and I'm like, I'm obsessed with wrestling and I'm watching ring of honor and this guy with like long blonde hair comes out and gym shorts and he's like kind of skinny fat. Like he's not mm -hmm. even like that athletic looking. Right. And, and right. he's like this like kind of big deal in wrestling where he, and he's just like, yeah, I'm straight edge. Like I'm better than everybody in this room because mm -hmm. I don't do this stuff. And I was like, holy shit. That's you me. found a voice. You found somebody yeah. to look up to. Yeah. I was like, dude, I can do that stuff for sure. So that just like, and like, I just try to like bring that to the table everywhere I go. Like, I want people to like see me and be like, oh, that's just like, that's me. Like, well, well plus you give them an example of, because a lot of, I think drug use comes from people with mental health problems trying to treat themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you're an example of somebody who has some problems with mental health, but chose a different path yeah so you don't have to do that you don't have mm -hmm. to sell there, there is another way there's another right. another side and, and if you ever felt like you didn't fit on that one side then, then this is an option for you you need to yeah definitely yeah sure. or even sober there's nothing wrong it, it's it's neither one of us i don't think or have the intent of saying sober with any kind of negativity right no, it's, i think it's cool as fuck. yeah yeah that you made that decision because you still yeah. made a decision to be clean even after people, doing things people so. will message me and just be like i'm like They'll say, like, I'm, like, four days clean or something like that. Or I'm, like, four days sober. And, like, I'm, like, that's the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. And probably know. never had or never even thought of it until... Yeah. Well, I, I just it. think it's cool as shit that you can conquer your mental health without having to turn to anything. That's, all, uh, that's what I said. I, I've always had... I can't. Yeah. Right. Straight so up, much, I can't. Yeah. No, I don't. I, so, I've always had so much respect for the straight edge people. Yeah, like, how I, hard. I, yeah, just yeah. to me, it's like I look up to that, you know? Yeah. Like, that's, that's a goal. Wrestling, to, but today, yeah. period, politics, COVID, you know, just anything. So many uh, things. So much of the world is, is hurting right now and in a, in a bad place. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, I've always just, when I get down, some days I'm just like, uh, I do this thing called, I call it anger coma. Where mm -hmm. I just have like such a bad day, I go straight to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes hey. I sleep for like sixteen, eighteen hours. Yeah, right. Uh, because like I'll just I'll be like, okay, this day has to end. Yeah, I need to start a whole new day, and so that's like one of my things. Uh, I don't know. I str I stay like super busy. Yeah, like, is my mm -hmm. thing. Like I always have something in the works, uh, and I always have something I have to do, and I always do this. Uh, Understand but that. But I think like grinding and staying busy is like so important. And, yes. Like, because people that just sit around and like let themselves get bored, not just like gives you time to think. Yeah, it gives you time to think, and it gives you time to like uh, find quick, easy ways to fix it instead yeah. of like maybe like a longer term goal. And, and we're kind of like a microwave society. Everybody expect you know you, you click on YouTube and you find your favorite song, your favorite album. You don't have to go buy it anymore. Yeah. You, you you know you want something to eat, you just pop it in the microwave for a minute. Yeah, it's it's well. done or fast food, mm -hmm. and, and and that's what you grow up with, and that's what you're used to. It's hard. Yep. To, to incorporate that um, is there any advice you would give to uh, kids much younger than yourself that are currently pursuing this and, and are going through some of the things you've went through being straight edge like you were talking about dealing with yeah I like, mean, uh, you're just gonna you're gonna meet tons of people uh, a lot of them you're gonna look up to and they're gonna be doing stuff that maybe you don't approve of or that you never even fathom doing 
or that you have no interest in. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to maybe offer you or influence you to try to do it. Right. And that's when you have to really inside just be yourself and uh, not be afraid to say no. A lot of people right. are just so afraid to say no to someone. Mm-hmm. I'm the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I get in so much trouble for saying no to people because I say <laughs> no about everything all the time. But like, just standing your ground and saying no is so important. Yes. To like, and that goes like anything. That's not just like mm-hmm. drugs or alcohol, but like, if someone like is asking me to do something on a show that I don't approve of, that mm-hmm. I'm like, I would never do that. I say no. And like, if they fire me, they can fire me. I'll go home and enjoy my life. You right. know what I mean? Uh, but you're still Chris Crunk at the end of the day. You don't yeah, have to. I'm still yeah. going to be me. Like, mm-hmm. no one owns you. The no. problem with, like, uh, and not just, re- I'll use wrestling as the example, but not okay. just wrestling. The, the problem with, like, all these, like, uh, um, I don't know, like, dreams that people get into. Like, mm-hmm. music's kind of very similar. Like, when mm-hmm. I do music shows, it's very similar. Like, the people at the top think that they control everything, but they do not own you. Right. Like, no one told Stone Cold Steve Austin to do the Austin 316 promo. You right. know what he did? He went out there and he did it as a fucking self. Yeah, because that's him. And he made himself a superstar. <laughs> yeah. Okay? No one, like, taught The Rock how to talk and, like, be the way he is. You know right. what I mean? Like, he did that. He manufactured that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the problem with, like, wrestling nowadays. Is like, people are so afraid to just do their own thing because everything uh, for wrestling and, like, in life in general is well, so... like music. People want to copy. They don't want it's originality. It's all so yeah. scripted out. Yeah. All of life is. All yeah. life is so scripted out. Like, if you even have a shitty job, like, if you work at, like, a grocery store uh-huh. and, like... Um, don't be afraid to just do stuff because if you lose that job, like you can always find another one. Like, don't right. be afraid to try things. Don't be afraid to like put yourself. That's out where there. the freedom is in a job. Don't be like afraid that, to right? walk in there and ask for a raise. Don't be afraid to ask people for more. Like, uh, like a closed mouth doesn't know your get, worth. Yeah, a closed mouth does not get fed, and uh, I learned that like super young. Like nobody was gonna look out for me. Nobody was gonna take care of me. Nobody. So mm-hmm. I had to do all that shit myself. So I get like so mad about that because people are so afraid to say no yeah. and stand up for themselves when like do it to me like anytime I ask somebody to do something and they say no I don't get mad I'm right. like good for that guy because at right. least he's going to stand his ground Yeah. Um, and everyone should do that you should always take care of yourself because no one's going to be there to like hold your hand and guide you all the way right. like people may act like they're going to be there but at any time, that could change. So you don't want to do that uh, new move I just saw on YouTube yesterday in our <laughs> next match? No, are you sure? I never will. You only got to spin like 14 times, <laughs> yeah. and then, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've I spent at least eight before, so I think I can get the 14 in. I think I might be, like, in wrestling, like, the perfect uh, hybrid of old school and new school, like, yeah. mixed together. Because I can do, like, both of them, like, so pretty well. But I just, like, I understand, like, the gap and, like, why you don't do certain things and why you should. And, uh... That's, like, really missing nowadays, <laughs> yeah. I think, because uh, a lot of people are just doing whatever the fuck they want. And it's frustrating, but hopefully it'll die out soon. Yeah. yeah and, and they forget, um, like, when I'm in there, uh, uh, I'm in there to put you over. I'm in there to put the show over. I don't really care about me. It's, yeah. it's not about me. Um, yeah. I think uh, a lot of wrestling issues is, like, people don't understand, like, who they are and what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, everybody's a superstar. And that just kind of blows my mind. Because, like, a lot of these guys have never been on TV. Yeah. They've never done major dates anywhere. And, like, I haven't either. But I know that. Right. And so I don't treat anyone like I'm better than no. them. No. We're I, all on the same show, right? Yeah. If I've been, <laughs> I've been wrestling for... This will be my 15th year wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's wild, right? Because uh, now I'm, like, super old. But, like, I'll be on shows <laughs> with, like, young kids that are, like, they're... F- Super old, sorry. Yeah, Super right. old. Yeah. Uh, I know it's fascinating. Uh, and then so like, I'll be on a show with, like a young kid that's like a year in. Mm-hmm. I don't talk down to him and treat no. him like shit. I just talk to him like he's a normal person. Cause guess what? He's on the same effing show I am, and he yeah. just started. So like, he's doing something right, and like, 
his his ideas I may think they're like terrible, but yeah. like we'll figure out a medium and we'll do it. Well, you know, even even a guy that it's it's like I remember Lamar Phillips yeah. when he first started, and uh, I had been in for a while, and he went to uh, we were wrestling. He came to back. He goes, "What do you want to do?" I'm like, "What do you want to do?" And he's like, "Now he's befuzzled." Cause I, I think that was like the first time he'd been asked that, and uh, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, you, you got to have stuff too. Like I don't, to me, if I crush you, then I'm killing my character kind of because it, it's boring and, and nobody wants to see a yeah. five foot seven guy crush somebody. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. If I was Shane Daniel size, maybe, but I'm not. So yeah. it didn't fit for 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 my character. I need to be that heel that um, the face uh, gets over on me and every time I get over on him it has to be cheating yeah you know what I mean I want people to hate me I want I want people to love you I want people to hate me right uh, what do you think about wrestling kind of moving away from good guy bad guy heel do you think it makes it harder to tell a story can you still tell a story with um, people with multi-dimensional characters now they're not just you know good or bad or yeah, I, a lot so of in between i like a lot of that stuff um i watch like predominantly like japanese wrestling mm-hmm. like strong style type stuff or yeah. like old king king's road like 80s 90s type stuff um like that's what i mainly watch 100 percent. and mm-hmm. so like uh the cool thing about japan is like they don't they do have baby faces and heels but mm-hmm. like there's kind of like a lot of blurred lines there and like right. what's cool about japan is like I'm wearing a Suzuki Goon t-shirt right now. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, if Minoru Suzuki could come out and he could wrestle Taichi, who's also in his same group, yeah, and they could have like a 20 minute match, and that'd be it. Yeah, and like they'll get up, shake hands, because it's all about the sport and mm-hmm. not about like the story. I actually really like that. Now, bringing that over to American wrestling is super hard. Cause you know who told me that very same thing was Robert Gibson. Yeah. There was three face teams, and I said, how do we, I said, um, I don't know how to do, like, I don't know how to tell a story in this match. He goes, why, w- what story are you trying to tell other than we all three want to get that chance at the World Tag Team Championships? Yeah. I was like, okay, holy shit, that makes sense yeah. now. I, I'm super into, like, wrestling should be based off the sport instead of, like, the drama. Um, mm-hmm. Like, the Attitude Era is cool and stuff like that, but right. uh, I prefer, like, the sport stuff. Like, I, I love, like, um... Like, Golden Era Ring of Honor was so good. Yeah. That was, like, probably, like, the best American version of, like, how wrestling should be sports-wise. Closest um, to Japanese style. Or, like, you can watch, like, the entire, like, year of, like, 2003 WWE. Yeah. Like, where, like, it's Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Edge, like, all those people, like, and, like, it, it, the SmackDown mainly, but, like, it's all about the wrestling, and so, like, I think that's, like, hitting it right on the hell, head of, yeah. like, what it should be, um... Obviously, everybody has I can't that. argue with you there. That's that's my favorite niche. Like, I don't have any problem with there being other styles of wrestling because I know our audience is wider than that, and yeah. everybody has their own thing. But to me, I'm with you. I, I liked wrestling. I liked suspending my disbelief and, and, and seeing, mm-hmm. like, God, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit go at it. Yeah, uh, in 2003, they wrestled the Royal Rumble. It's my favorite match of all time. Yeah, that was... And, um... I started out with wrestling. They they opened the match wrestling. Yeah, uh, guys can't do that today hardly at all unless they wrestle. That is out. true. Like most shows I go to, like I I refuse to call the open with people. I always tell mm-hmm. them like we'll just fill it out there, and because uh, I just want to like chain around, do some things, fill some stuff out. But boy, out boy, do these people panic about that. Mm-hmm. They freak out that if you don't have every little detail called, and like. I guess like there's a time and place for it because if like right. obviously if I'm signed and I'm on TV and they give me 
four minutes from my match. We're probably going to have to call every detail. Every, yeah. Every detail of yeah. that four minutes. So sure I it's... get that um, you want to be able to do that as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's smart to learn both. But I think you should need to know how to do both. Because at one point during that four minutes of you calling everything to a T, it can go wrong mm-hmm. and something can need to be changed on the fly. And you need to have that in your toolbox. And a lot of people don't have that or, or you don't have the crowd you think you have. Maybe you judge the crowd wrong at the beginning. You watch yeah. a few matches, you're listening, you're seeing what moves are going over, what what different little stories they're telling and what, what's working and not working there. But then you get out there and, and you and you judge the crowd a certain way because you, you got different crowds. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, you got to kind of do it's better to do it on the fly or or mm-hmm. even if you have something structured sometimes you need to call an audible and stuff if you ever had yeah. to do that and uh, i mean i know with a vet, veteran it may not be as is daunting but have you ever done that with a new guy and, and no, i'm just all the time i just wrestled uh we did the pro wrestling mixtape mm-hmm. i wrestled two girls in a in a mixed tag match where my tag partner was also female and uh they're awesome like i love them. their name are is robin and charlotte renegade um they're Alan Angels, five from AW, like it's his girlfriend and her sister, okay. and like I've known them for a long time. Mm-hmm. They just trained from the Nightmare Factory. They're oh wow! Sick. So they're good. <laughs> they're si- yeah, but they're super green. Uh-huh. And like man, like were they panicking the whole time? And like I just walked them through stuff. We did like some stuff that like they've never done, and uh, and they just panicked the whole time, and I felt so bad for them because I was like, right. man, like that's so sad, like because I don't panic at all like things could go like I feel like the ring could catch on fire like right. mid-match and I would just be like yeah whatever like we'll just wrestle on this other side of the ring now <laughs> I like, do panic but it's all it's always beforehand like I'm I have severe 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 stage fright yeah but as soon as my little face pops through that curtain I'm yeah. I'm Jerry freaking Anderson now yeah. I'm I'm every you know almost like a split personality disorder I'm that person that, yeah. that doesn't get scared or flapped sure. or anything yeah Chris uh, Stucky definitely yeah. has like huge anxiety and depression yeah. and scared of everything. And right. Chris Krunk is not. It's not of anything. Right. Uh, but I do have to like sit. I have to do this weird meditation before I go out to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like really funny because I have to like make myself the angriest I've ever made myself before I go through the curtain. <laughs> so, that, well, so that way I just look like a wrestler because I think like wrestlers should look like they are mad and they should want to win and stuff like that. Like I just have like all these views because I like grew up watching like Minoru Suzuki and like just wanted to be like that so bad. And so like, I just want to look angry all the time when I wrestled. So I don't know. Yeah. But there's, you know, I think there's also an appropriate place, uh, for you to look, especially if you're a character, at least be snarky too, you know? Uh, Oh yeah. I, I definitely talk the whole time while I wrestle nowadays. And I I love that. I call it conscious pro wrestling. Uh huh. Uh, where like, um, there's, there's tons of people that can call the match and go through the motions and hit it all in the head. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, there's it's like there's no one there it's yeah. like you're not even wrestling anyone like i'll be wrestling a guy mm-hmm. and it's like he's he just turns his brain off so mm-hmm. much so that way he can remember the spots and what we're supposed to be doing that, that like, I get it's you. like he's like turned off and so like but then you'll wrestle a guy where like if i say something snarky while we're wrestling he'll say something back and i'm like oh this guy's conscious this is awesome this so is gonna we'll create play. something right and i call it conscious pro wrestling like where like you can actually like talk and play and like have a good time and actually like have a conversation while you're wrestling like I talk the whole time while wrestling, That's... usually about anything but the wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be talking to them about anything else. Like, I'll yeah. be like, hey, look at that person over there. Or, like... Well, it's or... good, too, because you're t- taking their mind off the nervousness and, yeah. and saying, look, we're just playing here. We're having a good time. Right, and you I know, love you trust me, I trust laugh. you. Yeah. 
Like that's yeah. That's yeah. Thing. Like I just try to make people laugh right. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I don't know. That's just like something I've always been passionate about, and it's just funny to like see somebody like trying to be so serious and like make them laugh so hard. My, my character was so serious. One of my favorite things to do is try to break referees, especially yeah. you know when they yeah, were supposed to be. Oh, being I do this serious. new thing now. Like anytime someone puts me in like a rest hold or a chin lock or something, uh-huh. and the ref gets down, you know it's like beginning of the match, middle of the match. Right. Like, obviously the match is over. They'll be like, "Do you give up?" And I'll just go, "Yep." That guy won. Like every time. <laughs> I do it every time. Like, and the rest always like, the rest always like what the fuck? And they're like, <laughs> what I did they're like, no, like, do you give up? And I'm like, yeah, I give up. I'm sober. Like, ring the bell. This guy wins. Like, and I'll just be like, pointing up at the guy. Like, and no, I and they it. can't hear you, but he can. He yeah. just panicking. Right. Oh, He's that's just great. like, what the fuck? I do that <laughs> stuff all the time. Man. Uh, you, you have... How long have you been doing your new podcast now to talk about the busy things? We'll get we'll get into that next thing, the, the oh, podcast. new and, podcast. So, like, new podcast is... Uh, I had a decent, like, little podcast for a while called Lost in the Sauce with okay. ADS, which was, like, a Cooter Death Society, which was my group at the time. Uh-huh. We had, like, a huge falling out. It's super sad because it uh. was definitely, like, everything that I fought against and nothing I wanted to do. Right. And so, uh, if you're listening to this and you're, like, one of those people that's, like, why did the Cooter Death Society break up? It wasn't my fucking fault. I yelled at everyone <laughs> about that. I even lost uh. my job at New South over it. Oh, and wow. And so, like, because uh, I, like through this huge fit about it because I'm just uh-huh. like so passionate about doing the things I want to do so right. like, I'll burn bridges all day long uh-huh. uh, new podcast I waited a while because I was like well I'd love doing podcasts mm-hmm. it's very fun it is um, it's my new and passion it, and it, yeah and it's like uh, you don't get punched in the face that's true also I don't know it's just like it's like a mental flush yes uh, which is cool like I, I have all this shit I want to talk about like throughout the week yes. and then if I flush it all out I can start over and that's kind of cool uh, but I kind of waited to like see if I can get like a good idea because I didn't just want to start like a wrestling podcast again. There's a million of them. I, I, that's the way I felt about everybody it. Everybody yeah. has one, and like I'm not gonna, I'm definitely not gonna break the mold on that. I know that. I'm not gonna like try to like lie to people because like people like Kurt Angle have a podcast. Like, Reinvent the which sign. Which one are you gonna listen to? You know? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm gonna listen to Kurt Angle. It's yeah. Great. And so, uh, <laughs> um, uh, the girlfriend I had at the time was like, "Hey, well, what? Because she also listened to podcasts, but she listened to like other stuff. I listened to right. a lot of pro wrestling, and like mm-hmm. I listened to like." Some paranormal and like some things, yeah. Like, uh, that's like just live podcasts, but like she listened to like other like uh, more hippie stuff, mm-hmm. which was cool. And like she showed me a bunch of shit that I'd never listened to that I thought was cool. Yeah. And uh, any Duncan Trussell in there? No, no. Uh, but there's one that's called uh, just oddly specific, like to throw it out. It's called Every mm-hmm. Little Thing, and like it's such an odd podcast because every the the episodes can be from ten minutes long to like an hour long. Right. But it, they just take like a subject and then they just go through it like everything about it. And it's, it's like, like and it's like it. sometimes they're like the stupidest subjects, like how uh, U scan was made at like grocery stores. Yeah. Like they're like who invented U scan, and then they just go through like the history of how it became there, and then that's it. And it's that's probably it's, fascinating though. I it's mean, fascinating and it's pointless knowledge. And now I know everything about U scan, and I don't know <laughs> what to do with it, but. It's, it's like cool. how's it made? I mean, yeah. you know that that show. It's it's you know it's, it's one of those. Like, dude, I have a roommate now. She watches this like YouTuber called Vsauce, uh-huh. who like just defines like the weirdest stuff. Like last night we watched a video on if everyone in the world jumped at one time, what would happen? <laughs> and I, it was like a ten minute video about like how if the entire population, like the billions of people. All how just, long did you find yourself thinking about that after you listened to it? I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> We're I'm talking about here. it, right? Yeah, because yeah. the whole day I've just been like. What if they did? Why? Would, how would we uni- unison this? Uh, anyway, so, um, but like my new podcast, it's uh, let's spend the night together. And so, like the idea was like, uh, me and the girlfriend at the time were like super busy, and so we'd only see each other on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And so Fridays we would get together, 
and we would like just dump all like our flush everything out to the whole week right. onto the podcast like okay. what we went through and stuff uh obviously like she's not gonna be part of it anymore that kind of blows <laughs> but uh like i, I subbed in old joey so, <laughs> good old joey <laughs> old joey uh who like hi joey dude i hope to god he listens to this that's something i hope bitch. so too <laughs> so I have a really funny thing. I live in an apartment, and right across from it, Joey lives in the other apartment. <laughs> oh, Lord. So guess where that dumbass is, like, every day? In my yep. apartment. Uh, like, hanging out, trying to, like, bother me, or, like, I don't know. We're always up to, like, no good, for sure. Uh, I love the promos you got, dude, by the way. They're, dude, they're so... I'm glad you do, because, one... They're great. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> they are. Great. They're they're they're, they're, it's, they're they, original. They're just there's they're no, you. <laughs> What is it wrestlers always say during their interviews? Other than let me tell you something, I told you I hated hearing it in interviews. You see? Yes, that's yeah. it. You see? Yeah, you you see? see? Yes, I do see, motherfucker. I'm not blind, okay? Yeah, I yeah. see just fine. I hate that. I hate it when people say date and time. I like, <laughs> it's just like, it's old generic like things that like, honestly like, no one cares about it anymore. Like, no one wants to hear that stuff because everyone, everyone's like, Saturday night, you see, I'm coming to beat you for the belt <laughs> yeah. at 123 Cherry Street, Saturday night, 8 p.m. That formulaic. $5. Kids <laughs> under five get in free. And that's their promo. And you're like, what? If you bring your sister, cousin, they also get in free. That doesn't make me want to watch the match. No. That doesn't make me interested in this person. Right. And so, like, I don't know, like, and also, like, a lot of the times, like, I'm getting booked in matches that I really just don't give a shit about. Mm-hmm. They're always like, hey, you're wrestling this guy. And, like, the guy, like, either is, like, someone that I honestly, like, don't have any interest in or mm-hmm. I just don't like the person. So I'm like, I'm just going to stop lying to people. And so I was just like, let me fire up exactly how I feel about this. I don't want to be there. I don't <laughs> want to wrestle this guy. And when I do, I'm going to be better than he is. And I, you'll easily be able to tell which one of us is good, which one of us isn't. And right. that's the promo now is, like, yeah, and just it, the realism of like, hey, this is how I actually be. feel. Yeah, this is how I actually feel. Or even, even if you asshole it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. It, it, but it basically is still it's still you, and that's yeah. the most important thing. Is people try to be something they're not because it's something that looks good on somebody else, like clothes. Yeah. You know how you see something and they'll be like, oh, I need to get one of those. That looks great mm-hmm. on that girl, that guy, whatever. And then you put it on, you're like, no, yeah. not me. And it's the same thing with with your voice in wrestling you can't have the same voice as somebody else for sure you can get your voices from a thousand different people yep but you can't get it from just one yep and uh i mean we've been catching a lot of flack for that stuff obviously people like, is that not the thing to what or like, they want more traditional from you they want me to do such traditional because i do cut good promos i cut good <sighs> traditional promos i cut good like serious promos i can cut anything i am a talker that's what i wanted to be good at like period because uh, that's the stuff I liked about wrestling was the people that could talk. And so, like, uh, do I want to be a good wrestler? Sure. But I really want to be able to talk and, like, sell my match and uh-huh. me to people. Uh, that's the only stuff I've ever really been good at. And so, like... That's what real selling is. Yeah. And I guys get, don't like, realize that. Um, and I'm creative. I'm always, like, reinventing, like, this new way to do things. Like, uh, like I remember, like, shooting, pot, like, promos, like, vertically and, like, having, like, cool music <laughs> in the background and stuff yeah. like that. Like... I fucking invented that. I don't care what anybody says. Like, no one was doing that shit before I did it. 
I now, believe you because there's so many things I've seen other guys and myself do that you see just pop up and you're like, yeah, the little, Holy the little shit. glitch effect on your yeah. fucking promo where yeah. like it glitches in and out Better, the whole time. Yeah. That was me. Yeah, I did that. How do you feel when everybody else started doing it? Do you feel flattered? Does it piss you off because now you got to do care. something else or you just I don't, don't care. care? Have at it. But my right. thing is, I'll just start doing something else. That's what I was thinking. Because I'm creative. Yeah, you, like I'll come up with a new thing. But my thing is like, and they'll be doing those same that same promo. When people for like the rest complain of their about me doing stuff, I'm like. It makes me go back to that uh, Stone Cold Rock example I gave you. We're like, hey, like the reason why these guys made it is because they did their own thing. Like, yeah, like you're going to fail a thousand times. You think like Stone Cold yeah. didn't cut promos forever and fail over and over and over. And like maybe like ECW finally started picking up traction being Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, uh, like, but he was cutting promos of stunning Steve Austin forever in WCW. Like, not really. Like, I mean, like, people were listening, but no one right. gave a shit. You know what I mean? Like, nobody remembered them. No. I can't tell you anything he said of studying Steve Austin, like, right now. And I've no. watched all <laughs> kinds of wrestling. Uh, but, uh, like, I can quote Stone Cold promos to you forever. All day, yeah. And so, like, uh, you have to fail. I'm completely okay with it. I fell mm. all the fucking time. I've wrestled right. plenty of places. But you're trying. Gotten fired. I've had plenty of matches that, like, honestly, like, kind of fucking sucked. And maybe mm. a lot of it was my fault sometimes because I'll try something new in the match and it just doesn't work who cares mm-hmm. i'll just try again the next week i'll have a new plan i'll have a new mm-hmm. move i'm gonna do i'll have a new like uh taunt i'll have a new like pose i'll have a new like way i'm gonna like and people forget about it anyway they they don't remember you know it's what yeah. you've done lately so you could have had you know five glitches and matches up until this one and now everything just clicks and yeah, you have that perfect sure. match and that's what yeah. sticks with people I don't, I don't stress out about it because like i'll just always come up with something new like if you had this <laughs> giant uh projector screen <laughs> And he played Freddy Got Fingered, that Tom Green movie, in the background on mute while he did his entire set. And I so mean, in the background, there's just like Tom Green, like with a dead deer moving, wrapped around his body, yeah. like dancing with it like yeah. this. And I've never seen, because we're in like a bar downtown where like people were just walking in off the street to like come in and listen. Yeah. And like, it was just like old ladies. And, like, young, like, happy, like, couples. And they're all just, like, instead of even watching Joey's favorite rapper, Papa Squat, Totally Unrelated, they were watching the video. The screen and just horrified. Right. Because they obviously have never seen this movie. And they were like, what the fuck is this? And I was, like, crying. That's a great movie, too. You should see it. Tom Green is great. And oh that, that set is, like, it stayed with me forever. And he also does this. Burned into your... <laughs> Are you, are you having said, a therapist? Are you saving up for therapy? Or? He also sets up the stage and he's got like this giant golden toilet that's on the stage oh, that he geez. sits on while he rests. And he's got this it's solid gold mic stand, solid gold microphone. Uh, Please tell me there's a song called My Shit Don't Stink. Uh, <laughs> there might be on this new EP. There might be on this new EP. I'll oh. definitely have to check that oh, out. Oh, man. Um, before we wrap this up, is there like where all can every you know tell them what the name of the podcast is, where they can find that, uh, what information you do know, and what's coming uh, up, anything you want to push, promote? I have a podcast. It's on like Spotify, iTunes called Let's Spend the Night Together. Um, on anything like Twitter, Facebook, gotcha. Instagram, SoundCloud. I'll share it. You'll see it on the Chronic Conversations yeah. page. Only fans. Only fans. I'm Chris Crunk. And so, like, you just got to type in Chris Crunk, I'll come straight up. I don't really have an OnlyFans, but I should. You uh, should. Because I probably could make money off of it, because I get offered the weirdest shit in my DMs. Side story, uh, um, you know who Iron Man is, yeah. obviously? Yeah, I love him. Um, back in the day, they would auction off his boxers after he wrestled, and he would make one 200 You know I just wrestled Iron Man recently? Really? Yeah, and yeah. it was hilarious. I can only imagine. I would have loved to see that. It was 
in January. Uh-huh. I can't remember the exact date, but I went back to AWF because Lex had asked me to, and I showed up, and Iron Man was still there, and I was so excited. Yeah. I love Iron Man. And I so, do, too. I, I went to school with him and his brother. We right had our battle royal, but the beginning was me and Iron Man. And, dude, you know what he did the whole time? Just gave me low blows the whole time. It would be different variations of the low blow, and I was, like, crying laughing. <laughs> Because he was just like, he'd pick me up, and then he'd give me a different low blow, and then he'd spread my legs and just do the headbutt to my yeah. balls. And, like, that was all he was doing. And I was just, like, cry laughing. He was, was working your nuts. Yeah. And, I was like, <laughs> and he, he gave me, like, a Rikishi stink face. Like, That's And great. I was like, dude, this is the same guy. Like, this is still Shane Swanson. Like, yeah. He, yeah. And he's just so, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's a solid dude. If anybody yeah. ever said anything Him about and his Iron brother. Man, his brother's who started my training. Yeah, yeah Sledge. Yeah. Another good uh, dude. I love all those guys, mm-hmm. for real. So, like. Uh, that just made me think about that. And I was just like, I felt like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? How? That's the album cover. Looky there. Did he, wish, just, did he just post that? I wish this was. 40 minutes ago, yeah. Oh, I wish baby. this was a video cast. Um, screenshot <laughs> that, and and we will be sure to put that on the Facebook <laughs> and see how long it goes up before uh, we get our page shut down. It's yeah, okay, I'll start dude. another one. Oh, dude, crazy. Joey's favorite rapper, Papa Squat. Totally unrelated is so cool. <laughs> you got you got to see this cover. Uh, look it up. Go listen to him. Uh, listen to Chris on his podcast. Listen to his mu- new music. Uh, you know that new Valley Vibes when it comes out is going to be amazing. You definitely oh, need to fucking show up to that. September is heard about idea. it. And like man, this I can't year wait. the stuff that they because like Adam came over to my house and like we sat there for like a few hours and like talked about ideas and stuff. And the like brainstorming. It's like they. It's gonna be fucking crazy. Like some of the bands they're gonna to try to get or have already gotten, mm-hmm. pretty well. I'm super pumped about it. I really can't wait. Well, well, let me just. I think uh, one of the most precious gifts you can give somebody is your time 